Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. It's time for Standing on My Soapbox, the daily rant and radio show. We talk about all of the good, bad, and the ugly of current events. Join your host, Scott Fullerton, and co-host, Craig Hurley. You, our listeners, are invited to call in and stand on our soapbox with us. Call 347-989-0126 between 4 and 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Friday. That's 347-989-0126. Now, here are your host and creator, Scott Fullerton, and co-host, Craig Hurley. Thank you, Katie. Welcome, everyone, to Standing on My Soapbox, the weekly call-in talk radio show where we talk about the news of the day, politics, and pop culture. I'm your host, Scott Fulton. In just a second, I'll be joined by my fantastic co-host, actor and writer, Mr. Craig Hurley. We hope you'll be part of the conversation today. Give us a call, 347-989-0126. Love to have you add to the conversation or start one of your own. Again, that's 347-989-0126. You can call anytime the next hour. We want to hear from you. Mr. Craig Hurley, how the heck are you? What's going on, dude? Dude, I got to start off by telling you a funny story, my tale of woe. Yes, I'm listening. Well, this is, um, as you know, I am the home health care keeper of my 80-year-old lovely mother, Mama Linda. And, you know, it's just, um, it's, it's a little interesting every once in a while living back home with your elder parents, right? So, right. after the show last night, I'm getting ready to cook dinner. And my mom, on her 80th birthday, I threw a couple big parties for her in January. Her birthday was January 24th, two months ago, almost to the day, right? One of her presents was this really cute little tri pot herb garden had like a rosemary a sage and a thyme plant in it right that she got and she brought home and i didn't really see it so i told her last night that i'm going to make some chicken tonight i want to use your rosemary if you don't mind she says well you can she said i've been watering the damn thing for two months and it's not growing and i'm getting a little pissed off I said well it's okay i could just use a couple sprigs for it and i'll put it in the rosemary or put it in the chicken she says okay so we finished our show yesterday i go up and get ready to go harvest this rosemary for my chicken. It's a damn fake plant. It's no, She's been watering this thing for two months. Nice. It's a plant herb garden. <laughs> it looks really I don't small, mean to laugh at your mom, but that's really funny. Oh, I've been laughing she's been for watering a day and a half months. now. I called <laughs> the brothers. I said, I, I can't deal with this sometimes disease. you got to take her for a couple of months. I just been teasing her to no end that she's been. I don't know how these pots have been holding this water. She's been doing for two months, but she was been pissed that they haven't been growing, and we figured out why last night. So I thought I'd share that with plastic. everybody. Start with a little chuckle. A classic Lindaism. How's your day going, man? Uh, it's going uh, okay. No, not really. It's a little chaotic. Um, it, that happens when you when you're moving. So, um, you know, every day is just kind of a nightmare. U-hauls, vans, trucks, you know, the whole bit. So, um, that's that's all. It's just, it's just kind of chaotic from you know the time I wake up till the time I go to sleep. It's all good. Are though. you doing no this worries. all while you're still doing this is, your? This is a break. This is a break for me to be able to sit here and rant. Thanks for giving me a, a, a place where I can <laughs> actually express myself. So now, while you're doing all this packing, are you still doing your eBay business? Are you having to hold things out and do all that? Uh, we're yeah, we are. Um, except we're really narrowing it down. Like we only have our higher priced items up. So, you know, it's like, and, and only things that we can actually travel with. Um, 
so I can't, you know, I, I, I'm not going to, at some point we'll absolutely shut it down and it'll be within like the next week or so uh, that we'll have to do that. And then we'll start up again once we move. So. Well, how can people find this stuff if they're looking for deals? I mean, you have some great collections of things. Where can they look? Oh, no, we've got a, a short we've got a crazy group. amount of, of, of Barbara Streisand memorabilia. Uh, Katie and I purchased an estate, the, basically an estate sale of um, a gentleman named Anthony Andreaki. And he was a jazz singer and uh in in the chicagoland area and he also owned a store in either bucktown or boystown or andersonville i'm not exactly sure just somewhere on the north side right there you know in that wrigley field area and he uh and it was called diva collectibles and it he had just an immense amount of um uh, Barbara Streisand memorabilia and, nice. and other, yeah, other memorabilia, movie memorabilia. Like we picked up just uh, a whole bunch of, um, uh, I, I just a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, I, I, cause I waited till the end of the estate sale when I, when we first went to the estate sale, um, right. uh, I, I was completely overwhelmed by the amount of memorabilia that was in this place. And it was really weird because people weren't really buying the memorabilia. They were buying all the things that they need to function on a daily basis, like, you know, dishes and glasses and, and brooms and stuff. So there was an awful lot of, of memorabilia left over. And I turned to the family. I mean, I turned to the people that were running the estate sale at the time. And, and they were in contact with the family and the estate lawyers. And, uh, at the end of the estate sale, I was just like, what do you want? You know, I mean, I'm willing to pay this amount of money for everything that's right here. And I would go one section at a time. Like there were, he had a a ton of LPs and, and I was like, I want all of them. So, you know, I, I gave him a price and then we would negotiate and then I settled on a price and I literally took all of his albums. And I took all of his 45s and I took, uh, you know, all, all of the posters that were left. I took a um, couple of paintings that, that were up. We've got, uh, and these aren't, these aren't for sale, but um, well, I guess everything has a price. Um, but uh, we've got uh, two of the original 101 Mickeys that were painted for Walt's, uh, Walt Disney's, um, 101 birthday. I think it's his 101st, what would have been his 101st birthday. And they had a celebration for him oh, at nice. Disneyland and, and an artist. And I can't, why can't I think Robeson, I think is the name of the artist. Um, he painted, uh, 101 different Mickey's and they were all done under a different medium as well. So not one of them is the same and, and some are done in watercolors. I mean, one is done in watercolors. One is done in charcoal. One is done in oil. They, he picked a hundred different or 101 different mediums in order to. And you have how many of them? And we have two of them. We have two of the 101 Mickey's. Yeah. So, um, you know, he had just an amazing amount of Disney Anna as well. Um, and so we picked up a lot of that too. And, and we just, we just sold a bunch of the statues. We had a couple of Maleficent statues. People are really into Maleficent for some reason. Uh, and uh, I guess it says something about <laughs> the way mothers are, <laughs> at least in this country. Um, and they, like we sold, you know, a, a whole bunch of those and not a whole bunch. We had three uh, Maleficent statues that we have sold in the past. So, um, you know, it's just it, 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 a lot of stuff is what we ended up getting. And, uh, yeah, we're going piece by piece because there's a lot of things that we love and we want to display ourselves and, you know, hang on our own walls. But piece by piece, we're going through and figuring out exactly what it is. 
because he had some amazing stuff. Uh, like we have promo yeah. albums, we have Barbara Streisand promo albums, and and you can see that um, online. It's uh, Winky Collectibles is the name of our store, but just go online and look for Barbara Streisand on a clear day promo. Um, we are the only ones who have one of those for sale. So nice. I, I mean, seriously, we are the only people who have them in our possession. Uh, I doubt even Barbara Streisand has these albums in her possession. So, um, you know, things like things like that is what were a part of his collection. And I, I and so we picked up a lot of that. And yeah, I, I do sell um, Winky Collectibles is the, the name of our store. And like I said, we're coming up here. We're going to just, um, you're going to have to shut it down a little bit, you know, cause we're going to be traveling. So as far as I can see, or That's at least, awesome, at least, you know, just it, moves are crazy. So, you know, as far when as I, I can tell, moved I mean, out to Ohio about 19 years ago was my first time really experiencing auctions because auctions is huge back here. And it was just at the time before, it became like 99% went to the dealers because the dealers would get there early and get all the good stuff. And uh, they would camp out where they want. They'd raise the prices too high. But I don't know what happened to me. I turned into a collector of barware, and I can freaking open my own bar. I have so many different kinds nice. of highball glasses, martini glasses, margarita glasses. I have to have 40 boxes of glasses down in the basement. But wow. I don't know why I just got into it. But you could buy them at these auction things for like, a thing of 40 of them for three bucks, 10 bucks if they're decent, whatever. And I right. just went a little crazy my first couple of years here, but that kind of stuff is fun for me. I love collecting that kind of stuff. And then after yeah. a while you get out, you get into something else and you get rid of your old stuff. And it's always fun. I love that kind of stuff. I, 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 yeah. I've got a problem as a collector I've got, cause I, I have extensive collections in different areas. Like I seriously have 10,000 hot wheels and I don't, I mean, it's just stuff that, yeah, over my lifetime, I, I've just gotten. And, and you know, Katie, on the flip side of that, has, uh, has a, a serious doll collection. So, you know, and then, and then there's Star Wars as well. And I don't do anything past 85. So I'm, yeah, past 1985. I won't buy anything. I, uh, the, all the rest of that is just crap. So, you know, I'm a, I'm one of the, I'm original. I, you know, that's the stuff I'm going for is 1977 through 85. And, um, and, you know, and especially now, well, whatever, it's just gotten so big. Like I, you know, somebody gave me a, uh, r2d2 with mickey ears and i'm just like no that's not and we're not you know i thank you for the gift but yeah i mean they've gone too far as far as i'm concerned and so it's the old stuff um that i'm really interested in the stuff that i actually played with you know the stuff that i actually when i was a kid i would go to the store and purchase for my own just for myself and it only cost a dollar it didn't cost you know 10 bucks for an action figure um so um, uh, I don't know what I was, what was I coming around? Oh, uh, yeah, we've got, we got all of this other stuff. Like we got banners, literally banners that they hung in, in, um, movie theaters for different movies. Uh, we just sold a, a Madonna banner and, uh, we currently have a Jurassic park banner from 1993. And the real problem I have with this banner, it's extremely expensive. Like it's a thousand dollar banner. There's nobody that has them. You can't find them. And, and it's a Jurassic Park 1993 is what it says on it. Um, and it, it originally hung in a lobby of a theater. I'm not sure what theater, but um, that's where it came from. And that's where Anthony Andriaki got all of his stuff from was theaters and PR people that he knew. I just, his contacts were absolutely amazing because of the, some of the things that we have. And, uh, um, yeah, and I wanted to, I I have a problem with Jurassic Park because Steven Spielberg at the time knew that, that, that dinosaurs had feathers. He could have changed because a lot of people look at Jurassic Park, like it's scientific, like it's like, it's actually a thing and dinosaurs all had feathers. 
they all had feathers. Every single dinosaur had feathers. There weren't any lizard dinosaurs, guys. They were all feathers. And the, the, one of the ways he found out is because when they were um, uh, developing the movement for a T-Rex and developing the movement for a Velociraptor, they were trying different things. And the animatronics and the computerized imagery that they were, because they, they used very little CGI on, on uh, Jurassic Park. It was mainly um, practical. It was, it was mainly practical effects that they actually hand-built. Like in the Velociraptors, there's dudes that are standing inside the suits running around. So, but when they, when they logged in all of the information into a computer about, and this is Steven Spielberg's production company, when they logged in all of the information into the computer about a T-Rex and saw how its movements were because they were building this huge animatronic T-Rex, you know, they were building a life-size T-Rex. And, and they noticed that it ran like a chicken. And I've said that in the past, I was like, wait, no, Tyrannosaurus Rex is just a big ass chicken. Look at his little tiny, little, little tiny legs that are in the front and pretend they're not even there because he can't use them for anything or she can't use them for anything. And, and then it's the big legs in the back that we normally eat. You know, I mean, those are, uh, that's what I, I couldn't imagine cooking up a T-Rex, dude. That would last for a while. That would feed an entire <laughs> village. So, um, Fred Flintstone uh, Brontosaurus burger. Yeah. Well, oh yeah. By the way, there were no humans when dinosaurs were on this planet. Just so you guys know, there were no humans. You know, some of these movies are fake, just like Jurassic Park. Spielberg knew that, that it ran like a chicken, that a T-Rex ran like a chicken. And that most likely it had feathers like a chicken. So if you look at different pictures of chickens and look at like a, a, a rooster and, and look at, I don't know, uh, there's, there's so many different varieties. And I'm, I don't have my phone in front of me. Otherwise, I'd be looking it up. Um, I, I, they've got all sorts of different colors. And I, I can't imagine, I mean, I can, how beautiful these dinosaurs were running around here with these just gorgeous, this bright reds and these bright blacks and these bright browns and just absolutely gorgeous. And then all the rest of the dinosaurs as well, you know, a, a brontosaurus would be more like a duck because it spent most of its time in the water. So you would have feathers that look like that as opposed to feathers that are like a chicken or like a, another type of bird. But we currently have, all of these dinosaur or all of these prehistoric animals on our planet, they're called birds. They're, they're flying all over the place. Well, right now, I mean, unless we kill them. Um, so we're going to cause the absolute extinction of, of all of these, all of the dinosaurs just 50 million years later. Um, but yeah, we, we currently have, so all of these beautiful like uh, uh, descendants of dinosaurs. And so just apply the same knowledge that we have of these birds now to our dinosaurs. And each one is absolutely beautiful. They, their, their color schemes had to just be amazingly gorgeous. And we know that like things like the Velociraptor would have this spiked uh, like, like um, I don't know how to even call it. It's like a peacock where its feathers would go straight up into the air. And I, I can't even imagine what would be on there. Maybe it was exactly like a peacock where it had like almost eyeballs in the feathers. I mean, it just had to be gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. And we now know that dinosaurs had feathers. I mean, scientifically, because we found some amber that is 50 million years old of a T-Rex tail. And the T-Rex tail has feathers on it. So we do know that they all had feathers and he knew then. So he's created all of this, this whole line of like fake science and people believe it. They're like, oh, I mean, it's one of the highest grossing films I ever. So everybody's believing that this is the true science behind it when it's not the true science behind it. They all had feathers. I'd really like to see yeah, him but go I remember in at and, the time, replace though, all of that with feathers. They did address at the time. I don't remember the feather thing, but I do remember them talking about how when they did the running of the dinosaurs, 
they made it bird-like where they were going in packs kind of back and forth, waving across. They did talk about them being descended from birds a bit, just in their running patterns. They never talked about the feathers part, but they did address the bird thing with some of the dinosaurs, at least, because they showed in their movements when they were going across the fields, chasing each other and being chased by things, they went in bird-like formations. They purposely made them bird-like formations. So I right. know he, needed, he did address it slightly, but I didn't know about the feather part. That's very interesting. I like that. Yeah. Uh, wow. See, I see. I went off on like a 10 minute rant about feathers on dinosaurs based off of Jurassic Park, a Jurassic Park banner that I have for sale. See, dude, I told you <laughs> I've got 15 minutes anytime about anything. So, OK, there what do you want to talk about? Now? 20 minutes into the show, believe it or not. See? Uh, yeah, see? We're, we're in there. <laughs> and I don't know if it was interesting or not, but, you know, no, dinosaurs had feathers. I love, guys. I love those kind of things. Those are great. Uh, yeah, I, I it's. That's the way I started my collecting was movie posters. I had a friend that worked in the movie theater, and so we would get all the promo things. He, she was the assistant manager, so I would get all the promo things. That was my very first collection was movie posters and movie memorabilia. And then I moved on to, I think, like Scooby-Doo everything for a while, and then lighthouses, and then I had comics, and collections go in weird phases, but I think that's very cool. Those banners would be awesome. Yeah, they're just hard to, like, I, I don't have any wall space, you know. I mean, I've got so many of them. I would cover all of my walls, you know. I just Some of them are, are 10 by, you know, 6 or whatever their normal size was. And then, and then there's others that are, like, 10 feet long, so you got to go long ways on a wall. And I, it, it's, for, it's definitely for collectors, you know. It's for somebody that wants specifically this thing. So, you know. Do you happen and, to know and, who Wally Winger is? Have you heard the name mm, Wally Winger at all? No. Tell me about him. Um, I got it. When, whenever we get together sometime down the road here, I got to show you some pictures, and I got to bring you over to Wally's house. Wally is a also a, a voiceover actor, um, does a lot of cartoons, does a lot of things. He has like a tri-level apartment in Burbank. And you want to talk about collector. This guy has more movie memorabilia than you could ever think of. He's got these lifestyle. Oh, no. I am, I am a fierce competitor. I am absolutely I, a fierce competitor. I don't competitor, think so. Dude. I don't think so. I will, uh, I will take I, your I've word on shit, it until we see. But, um, I'm, literally staring at seven, I'm literally staring at eight bins that are full of movie posters. Full. And they're things like Il Padrino which is the Godfather in Italian and it's an original poster. So it's stuff like that. I mean, we've got crazy, crazy posters. Well, so go ahead. I'm we'll sorry. I didn't mean to, to cut you off about Wally. We'll have, yeah. We'll have to compare. This guy has life-size mannequins of all these different people in the original costumes that he got from. He's got like the Ant-Man helmet. He's got the Iron Man helmet. He's got a full-size fembot with the machine gun boobs. He's got a full-size uh, monster from Monster, Inc. He's got a full-size Batman and Robin. Uh, he's got uh, a lunchbox collection that goes around his living room. <laughs> he's got a marionette thing. I got a bunch of lunchboxes. I don't, I don't have a lot of, I don't have a lot of costumes and I don't have a lot. We've got a lot of standees though. We've got a lot of, you know, standees that would have been standing in, in lobbies of movie theaters. Um, yeah, Aladdin. Yeah. Aladdin, which has every single character and, and it's huge. Like, you know, these things take up easily a room. So it's it's hard to actually display. Aladdin's going to go soon. They have the new Aladdin coming out, so that's going to be hot again pretty soon. Yeah, is is Will Smith Aladdin. doing that? Will Smith is the genie, definitely. Yeah. Oh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Nobody it can replace Robin good. Williams for me. Nobody, nobody well, can replace it's, Robin it's Williams. Exactly. So. I think you're right. I think you're right on that. But it is an interesting take. I have seen one of the trailers so far. He kind of does a rap version of you never had a friend like me. And so he's very much Will Smith it and everything. So it's going to be interesting. I'm looking forward to it. Um, we'll see how it turns out, but that's, that's happening. I think in a month or less. Since yeah. We don't have friends. any like, like standing figures. I mean, like, like big, you know, like the, like the original costumes and stuff like that. We don't have any of that. So yeah, he is kicking my ass on that. So as far yeah, as the memorabilia on that he's side of it a, is, but I probably have some stuff that he wants. 
Probably, you probably would compliment each other well. I mean, and he has, like in his kitchen, he has old cereals. So he has all the Count Chocula's, blueberries, all this old nice. stuff like that. Um, nice. I've only got a couple of old cereal boxes that I kept. Blueberry wasn't one of them. That's really cool. In his living room, he has all the old games, the Starsky and Hutch and the Charlie's Angels original board games and things. And He's, he's just a crazy – of his three-story split level, there's only two rooms that doesn't have collectibles in it. His wow. One other room. It's wow. just chock full. And then he does – what's really cool is he does movie nights, and he meets all these celebrities because he does voiceover stuff and all these different projects. And so he invites these different celebrities over, and they come in and they sign – different things all <laughs> he has this one room with all these life-size um mannequins life-size mannequins of these people they're not mannequins they're actually they're spocks they're elvises they're andy kaufman's in their costumes and then he has them sign on the walls his landlord's going to probably charge him before i don't know how he's ever going to make anything off these signed walls but it's pretty crazy so i can't wait to it'll we'll have to i'll have to take you down there i doubt he forward. ever plans on moving <laughs> Probably not. If you're gonna have Probably people sign not. your walls, you're gonna take the wall with you when you leave. So, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, we've got a ton of autographs as well. Uh, Katie and I actually collect autographs. Um, oh, really? I, I with all the people that I worked with, I I did have the opportunity to get people's autographs, but I didn't ever take that. It wasn't until after I like. And it wasn't until after I worked with people that I wanted their autograph. Like I got Michael Landon's autograph later. So, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. Um, But I, I have also, you know, just a a big collection of, of autographs, but those we mainly keep, like I have uh, Heath Ledger's autograph and uh, from um, not when he was a Joker, but from uh, Brokeback Mountain. And, uh, oh, wow. and I have, um, uh, Gene Kelly's autograph. Actually, that one was sent to me by Gene Kelly. Are they um, like paper books or are they on eight by 10? Oh no, they're they on, on, they're on eight by tens. They're usually on eight by tens of the person or, okay. um, uh, yeah, an eight by 10 picture of the person or a piece of what would be considered memorabilia, like, uh, a page out of variety that says Brokeback Mountain on it. And then he, it's got his signature. So out of variety magazine or a variety. Nice. It's not a magazine. It's a freaking newspaper. So at least it's an entertainment newspaper um, <clears throat> that you can actually majority of the time believe because they're based on fact. So if you want to learn about the entertainment business, variety, Hollywood reporter, both of those are very good uh, newspapers. I would call them newspapers because they put out a lot of news on on the entertainment business. I agree. They're both very good. I've I've subscribed to them both over different times in my life. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're 28 minutes in already. I can't believe how fast we're going. So we're going to take a break in a second. I do have okay. a treat for you. We did have um, 10 minutes after we ended last night. We did have a call yesterday from David, our buddy David. <laughs> we talked to I love hours. that. Oh, David. He's been yeah. And he's going to call in very soon. Either if not today or tomorrow, he'll call in early next week. He has been listening. Oh, so cool. He said to say hi. And yeah. he'll be calling in there. So well, hello, David. And glad you're, glad you're still listening and, you know, not, not offended by the shit that comes out of my mouth every once in a while. <laughs> there you go. 347 989 Once again, that is 347 989 all right, let's take a quick break here, uh, have a little coffee, have a little cigarette, listen to a little bad boy from uh, Yeah, I Man. barely got to smoke a cigarette before I got on air, so that's cool. Thank you. All right, you're listening to Standing on My Soapbox. Give us a call. We'll be back in three minutes. You're so bad. I'm drawn to you. Pain and kiss my lips, make me feel no shame. Now I have what I want, and you're too late. Cause you're a bad, you're a bad, bad boy. 
that song in a while it makes me feel dirty all of a sudden goodness craig how you doing are we standing on my soapbox together here i am here super duper give us a call guys and gals three four seven nine eight nine zero one two six we have not had a female wait who call. was that we have to have who a was special that again prize for our very i think it's three four seven nine eight nine zero one two six no but who we was that guy had... again who was that that you just oh, played that... that was uh it goes by ginger minge believe it or not and uh, Ginger Men. I like it. We have Sweet. never had a female caller. We need to have a special prize for our very first female caller if we ever get one. I think we need to a get one. A special prize? I don't know. Some kind of special prize. <laughs> we have something. Hey, I get, we haven't we'll even have hit to talk my about this. Yet. We've, been, we've been talking about collecting. I want to talk about. Uh, we're talking about happiness. We're going to talk about happiness for a second. I read today they've put out. The official World Happiness Report, and the U.S. is down to number 19. We've lost a slot since good old 45 has been president. But for the second year in a row, Finland is the happiest place on earth. And here I thought it was Disneyland the whole time. No, Finland is no. The Sadly, it is Finland. And they are running a contest to celebrate being the happiest place on earth where you can actually rent a fin, Craig. They're auctioning off nine Finlandiers to go spend three days at their house, all expenses paid for travel and accommodations, and you can go to the happiest place on earth in Finland. They think it's their forest and their woods. Because yeah, they have the no problem spots. the problem with that is if I win that contest and I go to Finland, I'm probably not coming back to the United States. I'm I'm <laughs> if if I go to Europe, if I go anywhere near Copenhagen or Denmark, I I I I don't see myself returning. I they were all in the I top six think... too. I don't remember. I didn't bring the list with me, but I know that it was all Nordic countries that were in the top six. So something in the water up there is making these people happy. Something in the water. It it, it, it's called non-judgmental humans that live there. That's 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 what's in the water, and it's actually really clean, crystal clean water because they don't do chemical burns like we do. 
So um, they actually have fresh drinking water there. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Like I said, I, I I I don't know so much if I'd be coming back if I'm you know visiting the happiest places on earth. I, I doubt I'll be coming back. How much have you gotten out of the country? I haven't. I've never been out of the country. Well, I have. I've been in Canada. I've been in Mexico. I've been out of the. Okay, country. well then you've been out of the country. You've been out of the country I've as much as I have. North America. Let me put it that right. way. I've been out of North America. Yeah, I haven't made, except for Hawaii, that's the closest I got to out of North America. So Okay. Yeah. That's true. I've been there seven times. I love Hawaii. I know Hawaii. Oh, Hawaii is awesome. Oh, I love Hawaii. Yeah. And you remember back in the day when you were probably living in L.A., Hawaii was damn cheap. Hawaii was my senior trip because I'm old, and it was cheap back then to get there from California Going to Hawaii was like going to Florida here in Ohio and New York. I right. was our senior trip. Um, we went to Hawaii for um, four nights, five days, with breakfast included, airline included, hotel included. I think it was like four hundred and twenty-six bucks for all of that back when I graduated. So we had about fifty-two of us from school all go. We had a blast. Yeah, there was a time in my life when I considered moving to Lahaina on on is it Lahaina Lanai. Wow, wow, I don't know. No, Lahaina, you're wow. right. Lahaina. No, Lahaina. Lahaina yeah, Maui. on on the on the yeah Maui. Uh, yeah, uh, on Kanapali Beach. Um, yeah, I I really liked. I really, really like Hawaii. It's a, it's an absolutely beautiful place. It sucks though that all of our pineapples come from the Dole pineapple plantation. And in this last hurricane, I don't know if everybody was paying attention because of all the distractions from idiot in chief, but um, we lost the entire Dole pineapple plantation in the last hurricane. So uh, pineapples are going to be extremely rare, seeing as how that's the only place that grows them. Wow. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. I was distracted. Yeah. Yeah, Oh, no, they're they're doing a great job of of distracting. How about how about taking 25 billion from Social Security? Excuse me. You're going to cause a riot, dude. You take 25 billion from Social Security, which is what he's doing. It, there's a big distraction going on right now with McCain. McCain's dead. That dude's dead. Leave him alone. He was actually in a war where he got caught and tortured. Leave him alone. This guy is the biggest yeah. baby. 45 is a he big really is. baby. I'm going to pick a fight with a dead guy while I'm taking $25 billion out of Social Security. That's my social and he's security. Surpri- Keep he's your damn hands off of my social security. Say what? How are you surprised that John McCain didn't thank you for, for giving him a funeral? <laughs> I was like, are you freaking kidding he wasn't me? Invited. All you did- he wasn't invited to John McCain's funeral, was he? He's been uninvited no, all- to all these dignitaries' funerals, including the, the, what, the Queen of England and what else? He's been uninvited to all of these funerals. He made a big deal about... He let John McCain have this big funeral. All he did was provide military transport. Laying in state is a congressional act. Everything else was done through Congress. The only thing the president did do was let him have military transport to these places where he had these things. So he did provide that. So, yes, President Trump, you did provide transport for John McCain. Thank you very much. But you didn't do anything else. So stop taking credit for this huge funeral that, uh, you you supposedly gave him. I've got a neighbor. I've got a neighbor who's got a military Hummer. Uh, we could have used that instead. I, I, literally, my neighbor could have just loaned it to him. I, that's military right. transport, right? He's got he's got yeah. a freaking military grade Hummer, bulletproof and everything. So what well, you know, I, I, we could have used that shit. I, I I've got people all over the place. I know people that have wheeled. I don't know what they're called, but. They, they own these things. We, we could have put his coffin in that, right? That's military transport. He didn't need to provide any military transport. And, yeah, that's a thing that he was supposed to be given because he was a member of Congress. Senator McCain? Well, like I said, like I said the military transport is oh. given by the president, but the, um, everything else is done by Congress. Laying in state, in the rotunda, Capitol Rotunda, all that other stuff, everything else is done by Congress. 
The only thing the president could do, and they do, they ask for the color guards and and the thing. I mean, but it's like, are you going to deny this to a war hero senator? It's been one of the longest serving senators. Uh, please. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's crazy. It's just silly. So yeah, uh, it's it's twenty five billion that he's taken away from Social Security. I thought he only needed twenty six for the wall. What do you what do you need another twenty five for? What are you doing? What do you need another twenty five for? You you already got seven for the wall, right? Because what, he's, what are you doing? He's putting it all back into the military. He's putting an extra ten billion into the military. He's putting it into stuff that we don't. No, he's taking needed. from there. Well, he's taking he already the said he was the taking wall. from. From military, thinking, from pensions, and from income. When you talk about Social Security, that's in his budget proposal for next for next year, next yeah. fiscal year. Yeah, to take twenty five billion from there. That's a different thing because in the budget he's also adding ten billion to military. That's where that's coming from. And it's there's these all these offsets. The, uh, oh, this guy's insane. Separate stuff that's from this year's budget. He's trying to take from this year's military budget. The other one is for next year's, where he's taking the. 10 billion out of Medicare and adding extra to military and all this other bullshit he's trying to get. I'm just wondering when he's going to pay the contractors for the building that he built in downtown Chicago. He did that in like 2009, 2008, what? $40 million. When is he going to pay the contractors? I'm just wondering. He sues them. He sues them for less. He says, I will pay you pennies on the dollar. That's, that's his modus operandi. He builds these things and tells the contractors, and not really happy with it. I'll pay you a third of what you bid on it. And, or he doesn't pay them period. Um, and makes them lose all this money in court for the money they would have been paid. He just is a shyster shady businessman that, uh, somehow became the reality star in chief. Don't even get me started. It's ridiculous. You know, reality shows, dude. Oh, you know how much I hate them. They took my jabs. Um, nope. I freaking hate reality shows. These no talent douchebags. Uh, can uh, they've got a new reality show out right now? Something fantastic adventures? Some bullshit oh about God. about kids about kids that are that are um uh, uh supposedly adopted and they're like immigrant children, so they're being taken care of supposedly. And now it comes out that there's all this abuse that's going on with these kids. These frickin' reality shows, dude. They're a frickin' joke. I don't understand. Well, I, I do understand it from a producer's point of view because it only costs them 100 grand to produce a show. So, you know, that's easy. Instead of, well, you know, a couple million dollars. That's the whole thing, though. On that, on that story, Craig, the, the bad thing about it, it's not even a real show. It's a YouTube show. They generate A YouTube themselves. reality show. Oh, that's, that's even better. Something that they has no sponsorship. They have over 800,000 views and over a couple million downloads. So they're making money off YouTube, and these kids are being deprived, tortured, locked in closets by this lady who's probably making money hand over fist from her YouTube stuff. If you have 800,000 subscribers on YouTube and millions You've of views, you've got something else going on. Yep. You're making bank. Yep. Yep. So wow. It's bullshit. It's bullshit what it is. And yeah, that, that's a, I, did, I looked over that story a little bit. It's a little crazy. Um, man. And, and all they're doing is trying to make cutesy videos for these kids. And then after the, it's over, okay, go buy, we lock in the closet and you don't get food. And it's just sad. That's, but it is reality TV via YouTube. You're hundred percent right. It's absolutely ridiculous. Oh, there is a story I wanted to talk to about outer space. You know, I'm kind of stuck in outer space. And I love all things right. space exploration. Really cool thing they have going on. They're doing a 30 million page, that's million with an M, 30 million page lunar library. They're rocketing <laughs> into space. Yeah, I heard about this shit too. Yeah, no, it, it's kind of it's kind of cool, but it, they're sending it to the moon. I, you know, it, it, say World War Three does happen because it's looking more likely than not um, that one of these idiots is going to push a button. And uh, so, say that happens, what what who's going to be reading that thirty million pages, and and how do they actually work? 
the docu I mean the the discs that it's on. I know these discs are supposedly going to last like a, a billion years the, or I think something. There's a player in the capsule. Um, there's a what? There's a player in the capsule. Oh, there so there's a player, a player. and we're decks. and we're assuming that this player is going to last a billion years as well, correct? Because they're whatever it intelligent will. life form it finds it, yeah. <laughs> they think it will. Okay. Um, all right. But, but, but funny, I, who's going to find it? Who's going to read it? Who's going to push the button? Who's what? It's nobody, you know, unless it's something like the Orville in the future. Cause like the Orville right. touches on that where he's playing stuff from now he's playing like Billy Joel and stuff like that and watching old movies and well, what they consider old because it's supposed to be four or 500 years in the future or more. Um, I don't exactly know the timeline on, on Orville, but uh, they do, you know, they've done similar things like that where they're reflecting back on Earth uh, in this time period. So we are the information age. We are the age of, of absolute change. So, what, you know, I, I'm just trying to figure out if, if, if it goes really bad and it doesn't go Orville, who the hell is going to be reading this crap? Nobody is well, going to read I, I it, and, and nobody's going to know that we were here. I theory that someone will find it. I don't know if they have – I mean, I don't someone. know if they have a beacon. How do you get to know there's something <laughs> there? The thing can't be that big. It's going through a uh, Israeli <laughs> lunar module. I mean, if oh. I had to, to, to track the entire moon to find, what, maybe a 25-square-foot lunar module from, oh, from the Israelis? How? How is that gonna? How how is that gonna happen? Just like yeah, no. How is that? I I I just don't know. I just don't get it. I mean, maybe and then the real funny the, thing. Yeah. The thing that I find the funniest though is they're putting five thousand languages in it, which I think is cool. But they're right, also uploading right. the entire Wikipedia um, information. And Wikipedia, you put your own entries in. You can add whatever you want to a Wikipedia entry. Entry. So it's like they're putting the entire Wikipedia um, up there in space. So who knows how much of that's even accurate, which is really hilarious. Uh, have you checked? Yeah, I Wikipedia know a lot of people. I, I know people that will put fake jobs that they did on <laughs> on Wikipedia. And it's like, well, there's no there's no real way to actually. I, I mean, the majority of it, you know, is is they they at least try to put facts on there but there's no way to verify that it's an exact fact unless you look at it and then look up the fact and then look up whatever it is that they said that they did or didn't do oh dude i gotta tell you when i first started my entertainment show three and a half years ago i didn't know what i was doing so and i wanted to interview celebrities so i did imbd and wikipedia like it was my job and those things are so wrong i did it for about two months and i stopped because all these people that I was talking to said, well, that's not right. That's not right. It's like, well, son of a bitch. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't count on Wikipedia and IMDb. And I guess IMDb, if something goes on there wrong, it takes like a small act of Congress to take it off your IMDb page. To oh, no. Yeah, it, it's, it's really difficult to deal with IMDb. I mean, it, I do it all the time. So we're constantly updating and looking at what is correct and what's incorrect. It took me forever, dude. It took me five years to get them to put uncredited on city slickers too. may have taken me seven years. It may have taken me seven years to, to get IMDB. And this is current. Um, uh, to get IMDB to do, it's just over the last seven years. Like, it, they just put it on like last year that I was in city slickers too. And that it's uncredited that I'm uncredited. So, and, and, and I don't know. IMDB can, can definitely be slow. Uh, in, in, like you said, it's a small act of Congress to get something changed or something adjusted uh, on your IMDB page. But um, once they do it, uh, it's pretty much solid. So you can pretty much believe IMDB pretty much. They leave a lot of stuff out, actually. For five years, yeah, exactly. No, they do. They do leave. Yeah, but it takes like five years to change something. So that's why I say pretty much. What else we want to talk about? We have we only have ten minutes left. Can you believe it? Holy mackerel! Can't believe we have ten minutes left. Three four seven nine eight nine zero one two six. Give us a call. Give us a call. We see you out there. Come and stand on my soapbox. 
Hey, we're talking about the YouTube thing. What about this super bloom happening out in California? That all these. What does that have to do with YouTube? Well, it's it's social media. <laughs> I love all social media together anymore. No, these people are dumb. All these people Twitter. going to Lake Elsinore to check out the flowers and the poppies. Look at the poppy fields. These people are dumb. They also think they're out of a drought because they got poppy fields. They're just dumb. I, I, I don't well, understand. Well, it happens every year. It's beautiful. The problem is that people yeah, are destroying pretty. all the foliage and it by taking On, their damn Because they're climbing pictures. up trying to take selfies. Yeah, they're trying to take Insta- exactly. Instagram shots and stuff. And, and, and actually, people have fallen and gotten hurt on the, uh, uh, throughout all of this in the past week. People have climbed up into areas where nobody ever climbs because you can't really climb there and have fallen and gotten hurt. I don't know if anybody's gotten killed yet trying to take a selfie there, but I know they've gotten injured. So it's, it's and, really dumb. It's just, it's just it's flowers, really remarkable guys. to look at, too. I mean, they're, they're getting this poppies. natural wonder. It's something you can actually see from space. There's poppies, so many poppies, poppies everywhere. Poppies. It, it's it's kind of cool to look at. but it's like, Oh, no, it is cool. Yeah, look at it from the, the like you just said, the shots from space. The, that's really cool to, to see because there's like these really bright neon yellows and really bright neon greens that are happening in in Lake Elsinore in California. It is a cool thing to see. But, I, you know, dude, why? why, why you got to go see it live? I, I mean, seriously, we've got it right here. I, I, I can look at it on my phone. So, you know. Yeah, they're stop. laying on them to have a background. They want to have a poppy background or something. It's like, what the hell? Humans are so How dumb. dumb are you? Oh. oh, my God. Let's destroy if, the poppies so that we can have poppies all around us. Isn't there an app for that? Isn't there a poppy app already that exactly. just, you can put poppies all around you? They're all using I'm just wondering how high. They're taking all this stuff from scratch and faking everything. Just use a green uh, screen. That's what you do. Yeah, there you go. Shit on anyway. <laughs> yeah, or go no to the store and buy it. some poppies and lay them around you. But how many, you know, poppies are opiates. That's where heroin comes from. That's where morphine comes from is, is poppies, the poppy plant. Um, so I'm just wondering how high everybody is that's going to visit those fields and wandering through them, laying in them, and then trying to drive home. I, I'm just wondering, going down <laughs> I'm just wondering if everybody's just lit. So as they're driving, home. they're falling down over the cliffs because they're yeah, high no. <laughs> Everybody's going up there. Hmm, poppies. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Hey, you know what? My microphone died the other day. Give me a give me a talk yeah. about what you got at Guitar Center. I need to get a new microphone. Uh, actually, uh, at um, yeah, no, I actually just was at Guitar Center again yesterday. Um. Uh, Jordan over there and uh, Matt, the the manager, and this is the one in Villa Park, Illinois. Um, and uh, Gabe, the the manager over there, helped me out a lot because um, well, you know once again I got a bunch of albums and I've got or LPs and I've got uh, uh, no way to really transport them, no way to really to really display them, no way to you know like it's and there's a whole bunch of them so. And no way to really store them, so I went and purchased a, a couple of cases, uh, LP cases, and they're the carpeted ones by Odyssey, um, which they rock, dude. I absolutely love the ones I got for my 45s because I got a, a, a pretty big collection of 45s as well. Um, I right. love them, love, love, love them, and they're carpeted, and they all, all my records fit in there, and uh, dude, I just love them. Um, and nice. uh, yeah, um, I also bought all of my other equipment, uh, the stuff that I'm using right now. Um, I've got a Sterling, sorry, dude. Um, it's the Sterling ST170. It's the, the microphone that I'm using is the Sterling ST170. It's a ribbon microphone. And with ribbon microphones, you need um, what's called phantom power. It's something out of Star Wars. Um, but Ooh. yeah, you need, it's called Phantom oh. Power. So I've got a, a Focusrite, a Scarlet Focusrite um, uh, processor or, a, uh, yeah, processor. And then uh, the uh, M-Audio uh, monitors or speakers. So that's the system that I'm running here. And they really, really, really have taken care of me when it comes to all of this. Over at Guitar I'm Center. I'm gonna go there. try the one at Boardman because Best Buy. I got my last mic at Best Buy, a little right. mic. And I'm not real happy with it. 
Um, and right. It was a USB-based one that was just didn't really work real well. So I think yeah. I'm going to go over to the one here in Boardman to the Guitar Center because you sound always crystal clear whenever you call in. Yeah, so yeah. I'm be prepared on. to drop, you know, to drop a little bit, but apply apply for a credit card, you know, and and most likely there you'll you be go. able to cover it on that on that credit card. But apply for a Guitar Center gear card. Uh, that's that's what I do. That's what I use. That's what I've been using over you know the whole time I've shopped there. So, um, nice. yeah, I really really like Guitar Center. I've I've shopped there since I was a kid. I bought my first Ludwig drum set at Guitar Center in Chicago on Halstead. That was like one of their original stores, and that was when I that was like 1980 whatever the hell. I mean, this was a while back. So, um, yeah. I, I've I've been a Guitar Center fan my whole life. When I lived out I've in Los Angeles, I've never been musical too. instrument inclined. I don't have no the talent. One on I, I can karaoke like sunset. a boss, but I can't play an instrument to save my life. Unfortunately, I am just I now getting more interested in, and you know, it's later in my life. But Picasso didn't paint his first painting till he was fifty-eight years old. So, you, you know, I mean, we've got as long as you're still alive you and you're an artist, you can make something, you can create something and you can also learn some, something and, and not just artists, but everyone, you know, you can actually become an artist if you are so inclined. You just have to go out and learn it and do it. You have to actually pick up the guitar and play it in order to learn how to play it. So, um Lately, I have been really itching to learn how to play piano, and I don't know what that's about. Um, but and, and, I, and I know people, you know, are like, dude, that takes a lifetime, you know, <laughs> to learn how to play a piano. And, I, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, well, you know, I'm an artist and I play other instruments and, you know, I, I can probably pick it up. So, um, you know, and, and coming up here, I'm, I'm actually planning on learning and, and it's just totally up to me to just what are you going to do? Sit down. No, uh, I'm not exactly sure how I'm going to handle it. We were looking at keyboards last night as well. And this dude came in and he's playing like he's been playing, like I just said, his whole life. Uh, he was just (laughs) rocking out. I wish I would have gotten his name. He was really good. Um, but yeah, we were looking at him last night when we were going through all the LP cases and stuff. So, um, but yeah, uh, I, I, I'll probably have to just because of space and I don't want to, dude, pianos are so heavy. You don't want to haul those anywhere. You don't want to move them anywhere. You don't want to, you 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 get a piano and you want to leave it in whatever room for the rest of your life. That's, (laughs) that's what you want to do with a piano. So. Um, yeah, so I'll probably get an electronic keyboard to start and, and learn that way. All right, dude. But yeah, that's, that's how you learn. We got to wrap stuff up here. I can't, that's how you learn an instrument, Scott. If you've ever, if you ever, you know, you do karaoke, well, that means you sing. So at least you've got some, or at least you think you can sing. Um, and, and you've got, you've got some idea of what notes and chords are in order to be able to sing. So even if you don't know how to read, it, reading is just something that you can learn really easily to read music. Anyone can. It's very, very basic uh, as far as the, the whole way it's set up. And it was set up that way so that anyone can do it. So if you feel like you want to learn some instrument, go and learn it. And it's, it's totally up to you. Don't, you don't necessarily have to pay anybody to teach you. There are so many. There's YouTube videos. There's all sorts of manuals. There's all sorts of books all sorts of stuff out there that you can listen to and they will teach you how to play at least the basics. And then it's up to you, any artist, it's up to you from there, you know, to, to, to go with it as far as you're going to go with it in your life. It's not up to anybody else, but you. Very true. All right. Well, we have to wrap it up, dude. We have about 30 seconds here. Um, cool. We may have to have another Katie really Pop quick She's not going to know what to do with herself on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday anymore. Is she? How's, how's your uh, how's your fiance taken to not having a place to go every weekend? Oh yeah, no, it's <laughs> weird. Today today is actually kind of weird because you know we're she's supposed to be going down to Chicago right now for a play, aren't we? On Thursday yet, <laughs> or are we just at Wednesday? Um, but yeah, no, it, it feels weird because and and yeah, like I said, the entire cast is in mourning. Uh, they yeah. all are. 
even going on to other projects, because there's a couple of them that immediately are rehearsing and or into another project. And and they're they're still like, oh, I miss this and I miss that. And I keep hearing so and so's lines running through my head. And, you know, they and I, I see her social media and they're all talking about how much they miss each other and how weird it is that they're not going on on Thursday. So, you know, it's, 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 it's an interesting, uh, uh, problem that is there. I don't even, I don't know if it's a problem. It's, you know, it's (laughs) interesting what happens with our little family units as actors and, you know, when we're doing a play. She can call in and and tell us what it's like to have a weekend off, but we got to cut it off guys. Thanks for listening. Be sure to call in tomorrow. Uh, we hope you're out there. Give us a call, Dave. Uh, 347-989-0126, 1 o'clock Pacific, 4 o'clock Eastern time for an hour. We'll see you tomorrow. It's our last show of the week. Mr. Craig Hurley, thanks for standing on my soapbox with me. Yep. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. All righty, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Peace. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.